Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. It is exactly time for us, my family, to get into the Word of God. And in the next few minutes, we absolutely look forward to our conversation with Advocate Buleng, who will be joining us on the line this afternoon, Legal Education, and we're looking at um, customary marriages. Uh, We'll give you a bit of insight into some of the really, really shocking cases that we've seen here in South Africa uh, since the incorporation of the customary uh, marriage law uh, within the Marriage Act here in South Africa. You will remember that that uh, is a recent addition uh, where customary marriages were recognized traditionally but not necessarily legally. And now they uh, that law uh, has been incorporated into the Marriage Act. And, um, yeah, it's, it's really uh, um, uh, have us see very interesting cases um, in the public courts uh, related to uh, disputes around customary or the validity um, of customary marriages. That is all coming up 20 minutes after 12. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. That is exactly where you're tuned into my family. And this afternoon, I just want to acknowledge you, Natasha. Hello, 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 girl. Got that message and will certainly be finding your song request. So Natasha says uh, she would like to listen to Gratitude by Brandon Lake. Yeah. It is indeed Brandon Lake that uh, will certainly do throughout our time on the program. Uh, Natasha, we certainly we're going to do that. I love it when these requests start coming in. Absolutely appreciate it, in fact. And uh, yeah, we'll find that song and we'll certainly play it for you. Um, and yes, hallelujah. So Natasha actually says that... Um, Okay, so she's got a testimony for Swongile, but let me read it um, on behalf of Swongile. Let me read it, my family. Uh, so I wanted to let Radio Pulpit, uh, let Radio Pulpit uh, know that I received a blessing from God so my son could start school on Monday. Man, girl, that is amazing. She says she prayed really hard and she's um, blessed because Jesus did turn, uh, you know, through the battle and uh, because she put it all uh, in his hands. We will certainly do that for you, Natasha. We will play that song, uh, Gratitude, especially now that we've got a bit of context. My family, let's cross over now to conversation. Uh, Advocate, good afternoon to you, ma'am, and thank you so much once again for giving us your time. Hello, Advocate. Okay, uh, so it does not look like we've got Advocate joining us um, on the line yet. Uh, let's take a quick um, worship break. My family, we are going to be coming back. Uh, to, I'm really hoping we can actually get hold of her before we cross over to the traffic at uh, 12.30. Uh, and if you have just joined us, you've got any questions around customary uh, marriages, please do send us that uh, request and that question on 0826572720. Tonight. Hear the word and renew your life on 657 AM. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. 
Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, a companion for those who need encouragement. Listen to us on our app or visit radiopulpit.co.za. Let me tell you, if you've never been in a meeting, uh, in a service where this song was playing, I, I don't like, like, Warner. Yeah, yeah, this is called, this is the part where you absolutely must acknowledge that you missed out. Okay, my family. So Advocate uh, Buleng is back with us. Great sounds of music uh, while we're trying to get ourselves uh, sorted uh, with our connection. Janana Joe, Baloyi, with a track to Janana Joe, 32 minutes after 12. That is our time. We'll take a quick quick traffic break my family we absolutely must have a look at the traffic um and of course when we come back uh let me just greet uh, advocate uh just to ensure that she is indeed on the line advocate Buleng, apologies ma'am and uh, good afternoon to you Good afternoon, Ayanda, and good afternoon to your listeners. Uh, it's absolutely wonderful having you once again this afternoon. We look forward to our conversation. Uh, we're talking all things Casto Marilo. Mama, the hype that I've created around this is, is amazing. And I know that when we come back from the traffic, uh, you've got all of the information that we need, and we appreciate you. We're crossing over to uh, the traffic, my family, when we come back, Advocate Buleng, uh, standing by uh, to help you and I navigate uh, customary law here in South Africa. Thirty-four after twelve. That is your time, my family. We're talking all things uh, customary law, and I want to read from uh, the. Uh, it's it's a legal. Um, it's a legal, uh, not journal, but it's a legal uh, article from the University of Cape Town, uh, where they state that uh, customary law covers all matters regulating personal and family life, including uh, matters relating to children, such as care, contact, maintenance, God guardianship, initiation, marriage, and the consequences of marriage, rights and responsibilities of spouses during and after the marriage, succession, etc. This is now me saying etc., etc. Advocate uh, Pulenga, thank you so much once again, ma'am, for standing by. Talk to us about customary law. Yes, thank you so much uh, once again, Ayanda, um, for inviting me. As you have uh, already alluded, um, customary law is a very wide mm-hmm. topic. So today we will focus specifically on the issue of customary marriages. Mm. You've already talked about rights, responsibilities, you referred to uh, inheritance and so on and so forth. But now for today, let's focus on customary marriages. Mm -hmm. Reason being before 2000, the 15th of November 2000, Mm. before then, customary marriages were not legally recognized. Mm. in South Africa. Yes, now there was this new law 
that was enacted that is called the Recognition of Customary Marriages Act mm. number one twenty of 1998 which fully recognized the issue of customary marriages. Before, before you carry on ma'am, uh, can I just ask this advocate name? So yes. before uh, the recognition of customary marriages uh, by the yes. law in South Africa, yes. how were cases of customary marriages, because that doesn't mean customary marriage did not happen, it did happen. In fact, it was a lot more prevalent, it almost seems at that time, uh, than it is uh, recently. But how were those cases adjudicated? Yes, let me just give you a historical synopsis mm. with, with two scenarios. Isn't it that in the olden days, um, our forefathers, our fathers, they used to work in Johannesburg, for mm, example, mm, mm. and coming from rural areas. What would happen is they would have a wife in the rural areas, mm-hmm. and then this woman would be married by way of custom. Yes. Let's put the word married into quotation, because remember, it was not recognized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he would leave this woman back home and then come to Johannesburg to work here mm. and then when they arrive here they will marry now this one I'm not going to put it into quotations they will marry by way of civil rights to a woman in Johannesburg mm. but on the other hand he's got wife or even sometimes wives back home mm. with children but now when a situation arises there will be an instance where they will say, no, these ones in the villages, we don't recognize them. Mm. We recognize this one because this one is a civil union. That was the situation. So in other words, even if the civil union, the one whereby they go to home affairs Mm. or maybe where it was solemnized by a priest, that's a civil civil union, that that will be the one that would be recognized. These ones with children and everybody else, whether they are one, two, three, or whatever, it will not be recognized. So that's how they used to handle it. By law. By law. So, I, 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 okay, we get that, Memne. But, but yes. I think what I, the question that I'm trying to, 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 okay, what I'm trying to understand is that how then were those disputes settled? Because it's not that disputes, you know could not be settled and i'll tell you why i'm insisting in this in in this particular point it is because in the customary marriage space the traditional sort of court let me put it this way because those courts exist right that Uh marriage is recognized okay and so a lot of these disputes usually come where children are concerned uh where sometimes you know the 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 husband has now deceased and they he he needs to be buried and then there's a battle of who's going to bury the husband and usually the voice of the traditional court uh, speaks louder even after the pronouncement of uh, 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 the pronouncement of the courts, and, and and for me this is this this is how I have seen some of these cases play out. Right where someone will win and the judge will say you can go and bury your husband, but actually there's a whole other system, you know, in in the traditional space in the komahaye, uh, you know, where what you are doing is literally unrecognized and quite frankly people literally tend not to do it because you you quite know that the 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 consequences are quite dire 
Yes, that was then. That was then. The scenario that you are painting now was then, mm. where this marriage was not recognized. Mm. But now that it is recognized, you must remember, the one with the civil union was very much empowered because she could even come with a certificate and, mm. you know, mm. to say, I'm married to this person. That was police. That, that, yeah, that she could come with a certificate, whether it was mm. as regards... Um, the example that you gave is an example of a corpse. Mm. So clearly the corpse would be given to her because she's the one with the certificate. She's the one that is recognized by the law. Mm. Yes. yes. That was the situation. Yeah. That was the situation then. So that was why it was so important that we deal with this issue and we put these, type, these two types of marriages on par even go to an extent of ensuring that there is a certificate for even the customary marriage one. That is very helpful, Advocate, today. And uh, because of where this conversation seems to be going, let me just request that we do uh, the the background. Let's just sweep, you know, the, the, the porch today. Um, yes. So that next week when we come with, um, you know, the, the, the sort of legal meat, at least we've, swe- we've swept the porch. So in terms of a Christian, a Christian, right? And I know uh, Christianity is a citizenship for us, right? But here in South Africa, it's not a citizenship. (laughs) It's not a citizenship. But in terms of Christian marriages, um, advocate, which comes first between the customary and the civil union? Nothing comes first at the moment because uh, they do not co- they do not coexist. Though this is what happens, you and I as as Africans, mm-hmm. we know that as much as customary marriage is recognized mm. in South Africa, um, people will still want to go to court. Mm. People will still want their marriage to be blessed by mfundis. Mm. That's, that's the situation. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if you have made up your mind and you you meet the requirements that maybe I would allude to today or next week, mm. you have to be decisive. Which marriage type are you opting for? Are you going the civil route or are you going the customary route? Mm. So if you're deciding to go the customary marriage route, it's mm-hmm. your decision and you have met the requirements, both of you guys that are getting married, then there's no need for you to do the other issues that are usually done in terms of civil union. Uh, People still still do it, I must add. People still do it. You'll see them having met all the customary law requirements and they will still... Go for the civil, yeah. So yeah. so then, okay, let me ask what, what is seemingly an obvious question, eh? but mm. yeah. So then why did we need to specify that this is the customary law and not just add customary marriage into the extended definition of marriage in South Africa? Uh, uh, maybe I don't understand your question, but so, I think what we're trying to say here is now you have an option of sticking to your Mm. culture Mm. by way of entering into a customary marriage, Mm. knowing fully well that it will be recognized or it is recognized. So you don't need to worry about any other thing. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. So my question... Because you must remember, you must remember our constitution provides for the right to culture. Mm, mm. So the right to culture, what does it mean? It means that as a South African, you are entitled to exercise your culture and that even includes marrying according to your own culture, right. which is a customary marriage that we're talking about. So, so Advocate, my question is this, right? That custom, the, 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 the law found it mm-hmm. necessary to legislate yes. customary marriages. Right, yes. even though civil unions were already legislated and covered by the law, yes. so my question yes. is, if then there is not much of a difference between these um, these unions, why did we need to legislate customary law? Why could not <laughs> why could customary marriages right not be included in the original definition of marriage because that was what was essentially lacking. Well, I think the fact of the matter is customary marriage was not recognized. Mm. And what the law is trying to do here is to recognize it, to enact, to come up with a piece of legislation that recognizes it. It was there. Mm. Mm. Several unions were there, several marriages were there, but the distinction between the two was that the other one was not recognized. Mm. And it's two types of marriages. So that is why it's important that we make that distinction even in terms of literally recognizing them. Mm, mm. Because at the end of the day, there is a distinction. The requirements, we have different requirements for civil union, which I won't talk about here. But now there are also requirements that are to be met for a customary marriage. So once we begin to examine the situation, because there are some instances where people say, no, I was never married to this woman. They want to turn it into... A, a arrangement. What do you call? Mm. Yeah, they want to turn it into because why? In most instances, it's when people try to run away from responsibilities. Sure, Advocate. My family, we've got Advocate uh, Buleng joining us on the line this afternoon. If you have just joined us, uh, please do ask your questions. We're talking all things uh, customary law. We're doing uh, the background, the intro, uh, and we're just sweeping the floor ahead of the meat of this conversation, which certainly uh, will be uh, will 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 uh, pour over to uh, to next week and perhaps even the week after. Uh, Advocate, let me hand over to you you know to help us understand then you know what exactly customary law is uh, customary marriage i beg your pardon and how this differs uh, if 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 we still have time from civil unions yes um the difference is that actually without necessarily saying the difference with customary marriage if say for example somebody says no i was not married to this person it was just a a flat and sit arrangement and as i said earlier in most instances, it's when somebody wants to violate the law or it's when they want to evade mm. responsibilities. For example, I once handled a case whereby uh, this guy is staying with this woman, you know, all the requirements of customary marriages were met. But when he decided that, no, he wants to marry somebody else, he wants to pretend as if he was never married to this woman. He even goes ahead, he sells a, a common household, you know, mm-hmm. I, and then I had to step in and apply for an interdict to say, no, you can't sell this house, because this house because this house does not belong to you again. This house uh, belongs to both of you because you were married to this woman customarily. Mm. And then he started to deny. So we had to come up with evidence to prove that. And then 
once we have presented that evidence to the court, so the court was able to give us an interdict to say you cannot sell the house without her consent because you were married to him. Mm. So that is why it is important that, you know, the following requirements are, are met. It's only three requirements. Mm-hmm. Number one, both of them, they must be 18 or above. Okay. Yeah, you remember in the olden days, there was yes. this arranged marriages yes. whereby yes. Mm. a child of six years mm. old will be pointed and, you know, the child growing up having a husband already. So these people, they both of them, they must be 18 or above. That's the first requirement. The second requirement, they must both consent or agree. You know, in other cultures, in other ethnic groups, I don't know whether it happens in all ethnic groups of South Africa, where you can actually be kidnapped, for lack of a better yeah. word. You remember, there's something like that, where you can be kidnapped. <laughs> And then they go and report to your parents that, no, don't worry, don't look for bullying, don't look for your <laughs> Advocate. We, we, we have kidnapped. <laughs> yeah. so, Can I please, exp- you know, maybe we'll explain it as we close. Uh, I, yeah. I'm very uncomfortable with the word kidnap, you know, because that okay. practice continues. I mean, it's a it's a it's a well known traditional practice, and I think when people try to interpret it through the eyes of other cultures, Westernized. yes, uh-huh. Western eyes, yes. civilization, uh, other cultures, it then looks ugly. But it's it's in okay. practice. Um, it's I think it's the same with uh, you know initiation in 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 cultures where initiation is a thing. Those okay. of us who were raised in those cultures, we understand. We we get it. It's it's oh. no, it's not kidnapping. <laughs> <laughs> it's not kidnapping. But anyway, I hear. I understand why the law would term it kidnapping because, quite frankly, there wouldn't be any other word in the middle to explain that except for kidnapping. So I get it. Yes, advocate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But I think the point that I'm trying to to talk to is this issue that, you know, the law says the second requirement there must be consent. Mm. They must both agree. Nobody should be forced. Mm. Yes. Mm. And then uh, the third requirement is that this marriage, for us to say, no, there was a customary marriage, it must be negotiated, entered into, mm. or celebrated according to your custom right right well, yeah when they say according to your custom is because we, we we both have two different ethnic groups sure sure, sure and 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 when we enter into a customary marriage there are different routes that uh, um, that we take to arrive there sure that is so open to interpretation though isn't it advocate yeah, there are there are different routes. The only the, well, there may be similarities here and there, mm. but the common element for us as different ethnic groups in South Africa will be lobol. We that's all pay lobol. Sure. Yeah. yeah, that's a common element. So now the challenging part, the challenging one is this is this requirement. I mean, when you look at one, okay, it's straightforward. They must be both be eighteen or above. The second one, they must both consent mm. um, or agree to this type of marriage. It shouldn't mm. be a surprise sure. for the other to say, "Ah, I never uh, planned to marry customer. I thought we were." So they must sit down and discuss. I slept on the okay. Tuesday and I woke up on Wednesday. I was married. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then thirdly, mm. 
must be negotiated mm. the negotiations how they we enter then entered into or celebrated according to custom mm. Mm. Yes. so these are the three requirements so if there is a denial by any party we we assess the situation the using these three requirements Advocate, my concern with the third requirement is the fact that Mm -hmm. it is way open to interpretation, especially within the context of South Africans. Because Mm -hmm. as you rightfully said, you know, what Lobola or the process of uh, fulfilling customary requirements in the Basutu um, uh, uh, ethnic group is totally different to what it would look like for the Zulus. It's different to what Mm -hmm. it would look like for the Tsongas, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, It's different to what it would look like for colors you know for indians mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so and especially now where we are seeing a lot of inter um ethnic is it interracial interracial marriages right maybe mm-hmm. that's a question we need to answer next week but mm-hmm. broadly how who then determines what the actual customary requirement for marriage within a certain ethnic group is who who is the authority residing over that that's a very good question I think that is why I'm going to read it again. The marriage must be negotiated, mm-hmm. entered into, or celebrated according to your custom. So if we were to check whether this particular requirement was complied with, mm. we check on your custom. If the debate is around freelance marriage, we check was it celebrated according to her custom. Because you ha- we have just agreed that, you know, the route that would lead to mm. finalization differs. So if there's going to be mm. a dispute, we will have to sit down and say, okay, process, how do they do it? Mm. We're mm. focusing on a closer woman now. How mm. do they do it? Mm. Who calls the shots when it's a closer woman who is demerit? No, we take instructions from the, 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 the female parents. They mm. are the ones that direct us. So we begin to, because obviously in every culture you have custodian. If if there is a dispute, we will call our experts. Sure, in most instances, sure. Uh, um, yes, we will call our experts who would come and explain. No, if we marry a closer woman, ABC, it's done for us to be able to conclude and say it was celebrated according to her custom. If you marry a Sutu, you get what I mean. So the, the negotiating and entered into and the celebrating part would differ from ethnic group to ethnic group. Got you. So, but so as long as that particular ethnic group requirements are met, then that is okay. Let me let me give you a scenario, advocate. If we don't finish it okay. next week, we're definitely uh, we're doing it next week. If we don't finish it this week, now. So, yeah. for example, uh, the I think the Tsonga and the Basutu. When they okay. send a delegation to go and negotiate mm-hmm. Lobola, you know, the lead usually is a lady. I think it's a woman. Eh? It's one. Of, yeah, it's I think it's a matriarchal figure within that community. Right. Or maybe I'm mm-hmm. maybe I'm mixing cultures, but there are uh, ethnic groups that, uh, you know, that see matriarchal figures as the head of, uh, you know, customary uh, negotiation delegations. Right. And then you have. I know that Van I know the Ndebele. Right. Let's just yes, use the Ndebele yes. then. And then mm-hmm. you have the Zulus and then you have the Kosas, right? Mm-hmm. Where, I'll say it in Kosa, ne? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. 
unkoskazi umtongu mama aga aga nyateli under any circumstances ebuhlanti ebuhlanti is where these things are negotiated right and so in the Kosa and Zulu culture it would be seen as a degree of disrespect, you know, to send uh-huh, a woman to yes. come and negotiate with men. So on yes. those grounds, men could literally deny or or, 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 or or even refuse to enter into negotiations. So these are the kind of scenarios that I'm trying to understand because then if there are no negotiations, if there is no agreement between parents at that level, yeah, but so how yeah. then, and then let's just say in the process of this negotiation, trying to find a middle ground, something happens to one of the partners, either the wife or the husband, wh- what then happens in those situations? Yeah, and when I advocate... Yes, I think that we would need our experts to 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 help us. But yeah. what what I know for sure is that at the end of the day, we we reach consensus because we we have seen where different ethnic groups mm. marry each mm. other, mm. and I think that is why there will be a communication between me and my a prospective spouse to mm. say, you know, ask your mother this. Mm. You know, how how mm. is it done? Because we come from different... Sometimes they even send somebody ahead of time, mm. isn't it? Mm. Who would Not go and, you know, you know, say, we we planning to come. How do you do things? And yeah. then they will explain. So yeah. moving forward, there will be an understanding oh, as to you, how things are done. This is what needs to happen. Yes. Advocate, yes. as we close this conversation for today, um, there are marriage officers in the church oh you know we need to pray for them actually (laughs) it's a very volatile time to be contracting marriages in south africa it's really a volatile time but here's then my question um so a couple walks into a marriage officer's office and they say mfundisi we would like you to marry us mfundisi is happy to do this um and uh they would like Mfundisi to sort of advise, you know, which one is best according, you know, I mean, I'm trying to attach, you know, meaning uh, to, 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 to our, Christi- our faith, you know. Does it really uh-huh. matter whether we are married customarily or civil union? What, what exactly would constitute a marriage according to the Lord, actually? Okay. Yes, no, no, no. Let me, let me rephrase that question. So in terms of Christianity, which uh-huh. one of the two would constitute a marriage in terms of Christianity. Okay, that's wonderful. Any, Mm. because you see, my view is even if I'm a Christian, of which I am, Mm -hmm. um, I still subscribe to my culture. Yes. And Mm -hmm. in this instance, it may be that I want to marry by way of customary marriage. Mm -hmm. So yes, as a Christian, I subscribe to my culture as long as it does not contradict with the word of God. No, I get that. So actually, in terms of the law, it wouldn't really matter if you decide to, you know, to end it at, uh, at Lobola, Membes, or um, Bond, or, you know, whatever, whatever the process is, customarily. Yes. Um, yes. You don't have to be standing in front of a magistrate. You don't have to. That's, that's, because that's liberating. Yes, it, mm. it is liberating. But you must also remember that there's another side to customary marriage that mm-hmm. we will talk to next week. Fantastic. Which no. is, let me just mention it sure. in passing, mm-hmm. that is customary marriage is monogamous or polygamous. Mm. The end. <laughs>
the end. <laughs> so, if you choose to marry by way of, of custom as a Christian, mm. I would want to assume that you'll only go as far as monogamous. Yo, no, Barcelona, you know what, there? Mm-mm. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, no. Unless if you want to be like in Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> May, I'm really looking forward to the serious advocate. In the meantime, yeah, uh, yeah so uh, let's try and follow you during the week. Uh, let's follow you, uh, you know, uh, between yeah. sessions. Where do we find you, ma'am? Advocate Buleng on YouTube. Yeah, that will be it for now. That is fantastic. It is Advocate Buleng yeah. on YouTube, my family. Thank you so much, Advocate. We'll check in with you next week. I can't wait. Can't wait for next week. Uh, it's really, really. <laughs> no, it's really, really going to be interesting. It's a minute after one. Uh, taking a quick break uh, this afternoon, my family. That was your legal education, talking all things uh, customary marriage. Please do help me with the questions to ask Advocate. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's such a broad topic. It's such an interesting topic. Uh, certainly one that must be had. Uh, and so let's cross over then, my family, to the news at uh, 1 o'clock. Uh, and in this hour and in the next 30 minutes, rather, uh, Dr. Lucas Molloy joins us. And we're looking at uh, legislation uh, regulating business here in South Africa. Join Sibongi Lemufukeng Wednesdays at 9 a.m. on Just For You when she inspires people from all walks of life on Radio Pulpit 657 a.m. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 a.m. for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life. A winning team on the road to eternity.